1: for generations to come listen to tmi on the black effect podcast network iheart radio app apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast that's right
2: the black effect presents family therapy and i'm your host Elia connie jay is the woman in this dynamic who is currently co-parenting two young boys with her former partner david
1: David, he is a leader. He just don't want to leave me.
2: But how do you lead a woman? How do you lead in a relationship? Like what's the blue part? David, you just asked the most important question. Listen to Family Therapy on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts.
3: Good plan. Oh, Arnold, you tired? I'm tired, man. I am. <laughs> wow. I mean, I really wish I really I understand that when you're on the clock, you have to wait and wait and wait and see what trade offers are coming in. But if you know you're not going to trade the pick, just make the pick in 10 seconds. Yeah, yeah. Like some of them are taking the whole entire clock. And I'm like, guys, we can get this first round over in less than five hours. Like I don't need five hours for one round of football draft. But here we are. Yeah, All right. Yeah. Hey, welcome to the NFL, everybody. Hey, Congratulations. Arnold, get back from the microphone. This is me and Lunchy's show,
4: man. Yeah. You're just a side piece. I'm going to hit this intro, Arnold. That's the button right there. Hit it.
0: It all started when a dumbass met another dumbass, and they became the dumbass trio the end.
4: Oh, I forgot. That one already has the bed in it. There goes the perfect game. It's all right. Uh, Arnold, do you want to do this with me? Put, yeah. him, put him down. Put him down. <gasps> We're going to do it
3: live. We are the one, two, three, sore losers! What up, everybody? I am Lunchbox. I know the most about sports. So I'll give you the sports facts, my sports opinions, because I'm pretty much a sports genius.
4: Y'all, it is Sizzin. I'm from the north. I'm an alpha male. I live on the west side of Nashville, Tennessee, with Bazer. I didn't originally live here, she did. I moved from Texas with Lunchbox for this job called The Bobby Bones Show. No,
3: it's not called that. The Big Show. Do it right. Do it, oh, like, show. Thank you. Like, don't get lazy. Like, get more into it. Like, you can't just start calling it the things we don't call it. People will have no idea what you're talking about. I just tried to give a little bit of a backstory so people actually know what we are if they're first time listeners. You do new stuff after a divorce. Do you think we have new listeners? Do you think there's people that randomly just click on our podcast and say, hey, let me give that a listen?
4: Yeah. Because if you scroll sports, which is what I did when I went to Tunica
3: and I wanted to
4: podcast and listen to some sports stuff, dude, they pull up. All you got to do it. I bet if you type in sore losers, damn it, it doesn't say sports in the title. No. I would just type in gambling, sports, and these would all pop up. Ours, they would actually have to type in sore or losers. I don't know. See, we should almost put sports in our title.
3: Well, no, we should put lifestyle because we do do a lot of lifestyle and we- But I I think how people get us, I think it's easier to find us is if people go and rate us five stars, like just give us five stars, hammer the ratings so it pops up more for people and then we will get those random people like, oh man, this one's got a lot of ratings. Let me go ahead and click on it and then they'll learn about us and how we used to work or we still do work for the
4: big show. That's what we need. And I know you guys don't give a crap about the longevity of anything but yourselves but if you do enjoy this podcast, and, your penis. and you do want it to continue for a while, all you hit is the subscribe and then it'll always download when there's a new one, even if you don't see our tweets or posts. But it honestly helps us. So when this thing gets canceled, if if it ever does, you're not gonna be sad thinking, Oh, what, what I could co- I what I yeah. What you could have done in a relationship before the divorce.
3: That's what it is. Like when you're sitting there at the bar by yourself and you're just twirling your wedding ring in your hand because she has asked for a divorce, and you're like, What could I have done differently? Like, what were there any signs? Did I miss something? Yes, you could have helped out. You could have done the dishes every now and then. You could have cooked dinner now and then. And we need you to cook our dinner, guys. We need you to subscribe because it looks like people care about the podcast. Because if you get it, if you subscribe, then when it goes public, it immediately boom, pops up. And it makes it easier to find. It makes it easier for people to find us. And you can tell your friends about it. Oh, subscribe. And so then when we go to management and they're like, listen, guys, we know Eddie left and we are looking at it. And I think we're going to pull the plug on this podcast. We can be like, but look, look at all the subscribers we have right now. It's just like random people like go and, oh, I think I'll download it today. Oh, I'll play it today. Subscribe helps me help you. And also, the
4: audio quality, guys, it's bar none the best on ours because we have studio microphones. If you're listening to Beer and Pillows and Sarah and Sally talk about sewing, they're not going to have radio studio microphones. So for our truck drivers that are driving around...
3: You tug- forgot you forgot about Bill and Ben talking about banging. That.
4: And then also the tugboaters. You guys are listening to the highest quality audio because we want it to be nice in your ears. Lawyers on Church Street... Even though there's not that big of cases going on in Nashville.
3: There's not big cases going on anywhere right now. It's a lot of just like remediate, like, oh, chatting it out, like trying to settle, plea bargains. I haven't heard from any of our lawyers that are going to trial so Have you ever randomly driven on Church
4: Street towards the business district in Nashville? Yes. Because I have, and it's a completely different world, because Broadway, country music. Hey, yeehaw! you wear cowboy boots? Nice cowgirl ass. Come here, let me slap it. That's Broadway, then Music Row is still music. You go to Church Street over there in the business district, there's people in suits walking to banks and stuff. I had no idea we were in New York City. It is a weird
3: (laughs) feeling to see people like with briefcases and like, uh, what do you call it? I guess uh, computer bags satcheled across their yep. chest and they're walking to meet. It looks like they're walking in a hurry to meetings and they're walking next to someone else in a suit and they're talking. Yeah, And it's like, yeah,
2: I'm that Brooklyn. wow,
3: like you guys have actual jobs where you get to wear suits and it looks like you're in a hurry to get to a meeting and you're not even jaywalking you're going to the crosswalk because you're in a suit and you're supposed to follow the rules i'm used to the homeless people just cutting through the traffic the suit people they actually go to the the corner press the button and wait for the little white some like white walking person to say you can walk now and they walk across the street it's a weird feeling i can't believe you just
4: said homeless person because that's one hell of a segue Please Som- do. Sometimes when you go to Vegas, a story escapes you and you don't tell the story. I just remembered it the other day. And it involves a homeless person. Oh
3: man. Did you invite him into the room? No. Did you clock? No, no, no. It was seven- Did you ask him to sleep with Bay? It was a woman. Oh. Did Bay
4: ask her to sleep with you? No. It was seven AM. We were looking for a cab at Resorts World.
3: It's to the side. What the o- hell are you doing up at seven AM in Vegas? Dude, our time clocks were all off. So, no, that's true, because I go there all the time. When I go now, and I and I have kids now, and I'm like, I am going to sleep in till 11 a.m., and it is going to be amazing. 6.15, awake. All right, well, that's fun. Doesn't even matter if I go to bed at 4.
4: 6.15, awake. You feel me. So we're in the little roundabout where they have probably 15 different cabs. That's where you have to go get Ubers, Lyfts, whatever else they have. And so me and Baz are over there. We're just waiting for our car. It's always kind of a cluster F. And there's a homeless lady. And nothing wrong, nothing wrong. And then she's... Sta- uh She was about 55, I want to say, and very weathered. Not Got attractive. It. But she probably could have been touched up and maybe very pretty. But anyway, so she stands up. And when she stands up, that's when the problem happened. She had her pants down. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, story continues. <laughs> that wasn't the end of it, folks. It keeps on going. So... What does she do? She goes and stands next to people waiting for cabs, and I'm talking. <laughs> with, hey, with her, with her business hanging out like her cookie's just right there. Yep, she had uh, she had a bikini underneath. Okay,
3: <laughs> okay, so you and, couldn't see her cookie completely, but she had her. And <laughs>
4: she goes and stands next to a guy from Chicago. I'm just guessing where they're from. Guy from New York. Guy from San Francisco. One to two feet away from these people and they're not freaking out. They're totally comfortable with a half-naked homeless lady standing next to them. <laughs> well, she gets Hey, would you like a cookie for breakfast? <laughs> she gets about two minutes or two steps away from me and Baser, and I go, let's get out of here. So we I'm not standing next to a pants down. So we start power walking to the other side of the roundabout. <laughs> and she go Baser goes, it's a Toyota, I think. I just get in a random guy's car because I want this lady away from me. <laughs> And I open the door, and the guy goes, Hey, this isn't your car. Are you Sally? No, this is Bazer. Get out of my car. So I slammed the door. Wrong car. I was just trying to get away from her. I look over my shoulder. She's been following us. We were power walking. <laughs> she was power walking. <laughs> okay. Then, then we walk to the very far side. And her
3: pants are at her ankles. Yes. Or, all so, or they slung over her shoulder. All the way
4: down, and it's a belly shirt, <laughs> and she's wearing a bikini. Would she, did she have it? Was her belly in shape, or was it like. Uh... A a, a gut Flabby It was a gut Okay, okay And we go and see another car It's not it And so at this point We're kind of on the far end So the homeless Ah. lady's coming at us Oh, she's got
3: you cornered in There's no other way to fake
4: Like we're going at a car At this point She's again Two steps away from us I turn around And that bikini Was not a bikini She was completely naked
3: (laughs) Cookie was out Cookie was out what well, looked like a wait, black Wait, wait, bikini. wait, wait! Hold on, hold on, wait, wait, wait. So the top was out too, or just the, the just the bottom? No, she was wearing a belly okay. shirt. so she had the belly shirt on, and the bottom that you could see the cook.
4: Yeah. Uh, oh boy. And what I had thought oh, at boy. one point was bottoms was not. It was just a uh, puffy taco. Yes. Oh. Okay. boy. So when I oh. realized that there was nothing covering this woman up, we took me and Baser took off running. We sprinted across the roundabout. Everybody else is fine with standing next to a lady with her pants down. Thank God. A Toyota that was white grabbed the door. Baser? Yes, Baser. Please come in my car. Get in! We got in. in,
3: Slammed the door. Did you tell him, go, 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 go!
4: Take off, buddy. Ah! He peels out and we go. That lady was half naked. We had to get the hell out of there. And he said... She's there all the time bothering people that are getting picked up. Thank God we got the hell out of there because Lord knows what could have happened.
3: I was worried you were going to say, oh, yeah, he was going to say, that's my wife. (laughs) (laughs) So it wasn't a one-off. She must enjoy showing people
4: her half naked in that little roundabout. Wow. And they, they let her stay there. Yeah, they're fine with it guests getting in cabs. They don't give a crap if a lady's half-naked, almost touching them. Not me and Baser, dude. That doesn't happen in Nashville, and we told the guy we deal with homeless people. Usually they got clothes on. That was very weird.
3: You guys were playing a little game of chase. Like, you were running, hide-and-go-seek. You were hiding in that car. Here she comes. Oh, I'm gonna get you! I'm just glad that, uh... Oh, damn it.
4: I'm just glad that we weren't caught. Let's just be real.
3: There was one time that I was, uh, downtown Austin, and, uh, It was for the big show and it was around uh, Mardi Gras time. And so they sent me out with beads and I was giving, I was getting women to flash me for beads. Well, this homeless chick walks up to me and is like, I want some beads. And I got to be honest, maybe the hottest homeless chick I've ever seen. Interesting. Like she looked like she was fresh homeless. Okay. And she was a younger homeless just started a meth binge maybe just getting on that path of hey i don't want to live anywhere but on the streets and i'm cool maybe she had been at a shelter for a few days because she looked like she had showered and so couple days on the ski slopes maybe you know like i just she wasn't looking bad and so she wanted some beads and so she flashed me for the beads and she had a nice set of knockers and i was like wow I love radio. I was like, this is the best job in the world. And I will never forget having the homeless lady right there on Fifth in Congress flash me for those beads. (laughs) Damn. You had a very good
4: homeless experience.
3: It was an actual good homeless experience. It was the first, like, hot homeless person
4: I'd ever seen. What about our guy up here that's just friendly as ever, waves to you, knows he's not homeless?
3: He sells the paper that sells for the homeless. I don't, but I don't think he's homeless. I think he lives somewhere and that's his job, but I don't understand how he makes enough money selling a $2 newspaper to support an apartment, a house, a condo, a townhouse, a mobile home, a trailer park. I don't know where he lives.
4: And also, who are these people interviewing for the newspaper? Where are they getting their articles? Who writes for them? There must be somebody that does. Is it other home Because it- I'm, I'm just saying, if they're binging a little bit, can you imagine how messed up the
3: sentences and paragraphs would be? But I think maybe, because if you guys don't know, here in Nashville they stand on street corners and they sell a newspaper for $2, and I guess the money is supposed to support the homeless? I don't really know because the people selling it supposedly aren't homeless. But I don't know how they can sell enough newspapers at $2 a pop to make money to pay rent, and they get out there every single day. So the newspaper's new every day? Like, I
4: believe so, and also our guy has been there since we moved here. Which is 10 years ago.
3: <laughs> and he has. they all have their spot. Like if you go to which corner, it's like agreed upon. Like, oh, that's my corner to sell the newspaper. And it's only $2, and they sell it every day. I mean, I, what do they have, 20 newspapers? That's 40 bucks a day. How are they surviving? It's more we're, than we're making, man. Hey, they're making more than Eddie's making on this podcast. <laughs> Man, I miss that guy, but you know what? We're better 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 served. I just wonder if we like in the articles in the newspaper, do they have people covering like what what is in the I've never read it. So,
4: is well, it Well, then this actually leads to our next bit. One of us needs to get the newspaper and give our review. Was it worth reading? Was it crap from a month ago? Was it updated?
3: Or was it a little messed up? <laughs> is it like, is it covering stuff like, oh, there was a wreck on I forty, you know what I mean, five car pile up, and it tells the details? Or is it like feel good stories about people in the community? I don't know anything about it. Or is it stuff like, uh, I mean, the one year remembrance of nine eleven? I mean, no and who saying. are the writers? Where do they find – do they hire reporters just like the other newspapers, like the Tennessean, like the New York Times, like the Oregonian? But I'm not saying they're not creative. The Austin American Statesman? Maybe because they're so relaxed, they're amazing writers. They could be the Boulder Gazette. Like, where do we get
4: these writers? But I I will say it's a good thing they have that's on your way to getting a job, I believe, because you go homeless, then you go writing the newspaper and selling it, and then you're starting to get back into
3: society. No, no, no. It's not on your way to getting a job. The dude has been there for ten years. He hasn't. When is he going to get the job? Job. Well, I've seen him get money for not a paper. People, women
4: will just give him money because he's so charismatic. What? And my wife, Baser stopped, and I said, "You stopped." She stopped and talked to him, and he said he killed somebody. That's his story. What? Yeah, but I think it ended up being a defense thing or something. But he's that charismatic that. Baser pulled her car to the side when we first started dating, talked to him, and he said he killed somebody. Like... Yeah. And I said, Baser... Like killed, killed? I go, Baser, you're never going that way home from work ever again. You're going to go an alternate route. I don't think I know anybody
3: that has killed somebody. Uh, Work construction accident? I don't know a single person...
4: That has killed somebody. I knew a guy at the mill that fell off a scissor lift, was it? But he didn't die. But I almost died. But, but the, that's not... That, that's the him. scissor lift killed him, almost. I don't know what a scissor lift is. Oh, there was another one. It crushed a guy. It Sometimes in the mill, these machines, will. you're supposed to lock them, put a lock on them. Sometimes people don't lock them out, and then the machine will crush a person if they're in there cleaning it or putting oil in it. I believe the, what was it, the debarker killed a guy. So I don't know a physical person, but I know an AI. You know a machine. Yes, that killed somebody.
3: That's our closest thing. Yeah. Do you think we, uh, for sure. Never mind. I'm not even going to ask it. Yeah. The nation. Of course, Oh, there's going to be a post. We don't want that post. We actually don't want that. I don't think I want that post. No. I don't think I want people confessing to the people they've killed. Uh, A little bit more upbeat. I have a game for
4: you. I don't know when you want to play it, but it's for you and it's going to be fun. I
3: guarantee it. I like that. After we come back, though, I'm going to tell you about my disaster of an evening with the kids. I tried to do something special and something fun. It all went to hell. Do you want an upbeat bed or a little more downtrodden? It'll be more like a soccer bed. Got it. And I'll tell you right after the break.
0: Bean Dad, The Dress. Listen to 16th Minute of Fame on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts,
5: or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail.
2: Apple Podcasts
3: or wherever you get your podcasts. Wednesday night. That's pretty damn upbeat. I have a soccer game at six thirty p.m. and I tell my wife, "Oh, six thirty p.m. It is perfect. The sun will still be shining. It's early enough for you to bring the kids to watch me play. We can go early. We can eat at a picnic table." And then, after we get done eating the Chick-fil-A, we'll get on the playscape and play a little bit. It'll, Deserted Sonic. It'll be amazing. It'll be such a great family evening. So we show up to the game. And it and was a Sunday. It was 5.35 p.m. on a Wednesday. And we show up, and just so you know, these, these my soccer games are only six on six, five in the goalie, small fields, so... We have them in the outfield of Belmont's baseball field. Kinky. Okay, so they can set up three different fields in the because the outfield is massive. Exclusive. So we show up at 5.35. And there's a baseball game going on on the field. You have got to be kidding me. And this is 5.35. <laughs> we are 55 minutes from kickoff. Soccer starting, boys. And... We're sitting there at a picnic table, uh eating our Chick-fil-A, and oh, here comes a foul ball! Oh god, we almost got hit by the foul ball. Okay, all right, all right, cool,
4: cool. No problem. Contact team, not a lot of in-play here. That's hitters.
3: all right, let's 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 keep eating. Oh, another foul ball. What the hell is going on? Another foul ball. Okay, guys, we can't eat here. We hey, Ichiro! Hit him that way! Hit him in fair territory, you dumbass! Like there's kids over here. Hey, Antani, would you mind? Hey kids, why don't you guys go play on the playground? Go play on the playground. Two more foul balls hit the playground. Okay. They He's put the playground right behind home plate. These guys never strike out. What a and slap I'm like, hitters. What in the hell are we doing? And it's 5 35, right? When I get there, and they're in the bottom of the third. No, no, top of the third inning. They need the pitch clock. It's a high school game, I find out, so that's only seven innings. But are they really going to be able to play the next four and a half innings in 55 minutes? Well, if the guy fouls off 20 balls, no. But there was one positive that happened, and we get there. So we go. My son was like, I want to go watch the baseball game. So my two older kids go and stand behind the home plate, and they're watching. I'm standing up against the wall. Like a dad that doesn't have a kid playing? Yes, like a little creeper. And this is when I find out it's a high school game because before this, I didn't know it. Some lady comes up. She goes, I'm such a huge fan. Oh, my son's the catcher. It's his senior night. And oh, la, 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 la. Cool. Well, I'm a huge fan of you. Yeah. Thank you. And then, boom, another foul ball. And this was just the most exciting moment of my life. Because when you were a kid and you were at the ballpark, foul ball. Every foul ball you returned, you got a foul ball ticket. And you got a Coke and a pack of baseball cards. I want some Laffy Taffy. And I was the king of foul balls. I was quick. I was fast. I could. I got foul balls everywhere. And you would all gather around the field, the majors, and everybody would sprint to go find the ball in the parking lot. So freaking fun. And I was good at it. And the foul ball goes, and my four-year-old takes off. And he got his first foul ball ever. I'm so proud of you, son. Go get you a Laffy Taffy. Girl, the laffy, laffy, the laffy, Only problem, this place laffy, didn't have a concession stand open, so he got nothing. Of course
4: not. COVID.
3: So he just had to give it back to someone that came. Oh, thank you very much. Then, 10 minutes later. So what do people do? They BYOB? I, I guess. I don't know. I wasn't there for that. I was there for my soccer game that now we are at 5.50. We are 40 minutes from kickoff. They're in the fourth inning. Top of the fourth, that is. Yeah, we need outs. Out, Another foul ball. There goes my son. And then right when he picks that one up, another foul ball. He gets two on one trip. These guys foul off more balls than Stephen Kwan. So he hands them to this kid that came out and said, thank you. As that kid's walking back with those two baseballs, here comes another foul ball. We're at about 17 now, and my three-year-old runs and gets his first foul ball. Dang! It was like a proud dad moment. They need to update that cage, though. So it they need to drops have a net. Down. Yeah, they have a, need to have a net because it's crazy how many balls come flying over into where the kids are playing on the playground. Absolutely terrible design on their part. Whoever designed the park. But I digress. So then we're like, we can't. St- we, we, we get tired of playing watching baseball and is now 605 they're in the bottom of the fourth there's little johnny on the monkey bars and where's my, little johnny my game is supposed to start in 25 minutes and you got missiles coming over the fence missiles coming over the fence there's 25 minutes till game time and they're in the bottom of the fourth did your wife get hit no she didn't get hit we moved down the third baseline He took one off the tater though. Right. Then we went over to inside the track and we were just kicking the soccer ball around. The kids are running around. 6.30 comes. They're in the top of the fifth inning. Yeah, bad pitching at that level. Bad pitching. The one catcher on one team. Every pitch was a pass ball. He couldn't hold on to it. So we just sit and wait. What are the teammates doing? My teammates are just, everybody's there. Like the other teams are all there, and we're just like, "Well, this is awesome." Did you tell them about all the foul balls? Yeah, <laughs> I mean, terrible design
4: of the playground.
3: Terrible. We we're like, if I was an engineer, I would have put it over here. And one guy's like, "I was an, I am an engineer." And I'm <laughs> okay, <laughs> all right, dude. Like, hey, kick some wood chips. We're dude. just trying to have fun. We're trying to have a funny conversation. <laughs> so then we go to the bottom of the seventh. It is now seven o five p.m. Please tell me it's not tied. No the home team is down four runs
4: okay good great awesome hey bring in the closer bring in goslin
3: they got freaking shrimp mcgee up there who's throwing about 25 (laughs) miles an hour was he my height yes we can pump it though ball four ball eight (laughs) at least no foul balls base it one run is in first and third Pass ball. Two runs are in. Guy gets a second.
4: Oh, my gosh. The over's going to hit luckily, but I'm not liking this.
3: (laughs) So now we're down two runs. Oh, no. Oh,
4: my God. Dude, are you vocally rooting against this team?
3: Oh, dude, we are. (laughs) Listen, all the soccer players are lined up on the third baseline, and (laughs) some of the guys are yelling, I hate baseball more now than I ever have in my life. And, And someone goes, God, can the catcher catch the ball? <laughs> can you not get a catcher that can catch? And someone else. To I'm the... trying. Oh, voice changed. Then someone else. We gotta bring in another pitcher. Change the pitcher. Hey, I'm the coach. Shut the hell up. And I and I look at him, I go, guys, we have turned to heckling high schoolers because we want to play our old person <laughs> soccer game. Like it is 709. First and second. One out. Are we behind schedule or still Our game was supposed to start at 6.30. Okay. We are 39 minutes behind schedule. Sorry, I wasn't doing well with the time clock. That's okay. Next batter, first and second. Ball four. Bases loaded. One out. Down by two. You have got to be kidding. You've got to be kidding me. So you just need not a base hit. You need an out. I need an out. You need a
4: pitcher that can stop the bleeding.
3: And that is when we make the pitching change. <laughs> you guys are rooting him on? Yes, we go to the right fielder. We go to the right fielder. He comes in. Shrimp Magoo, <laughs> go take a seat, you dumbass. Hey. And we are one out. Base is loaded. 1-0 and count when he comes in. First pitch. Ball. Oh, my God. 1-1. Oh one. Okay. One and one. No, 2-0. Yep. Okay. Next, next pitch. Steve. Hooray! Good call, Blue. Open that soup can a little. Next pitch, bounces it. One run score. Second and third. Four to three. Yeah, three and one count. Next pitch, ball four. Bases loaded. Oh my God. Cans the- are full. Bases loaded. One out. One run game. And all I can see is this. This. They're about to score this one run, and we're gonna go to extra innings.
4: If you hear the crack of the bat, that's a death blow. It might as well be a gunshot. Next hitter. Strike one. Good start. Good start. Swing and a miss. Strike two. Good pitching. Good pitching. Settle down, kid.
3: Next pitch. In the windup. Outside. Ball one. One and two. One and two.
4: That's okay, kid. Get
3: your nuts under you. Next pitch. Out of the zone. Ball two. High, high, high. Let's
4: go, you son of a gun.
3: Next pitch. He tries to gas one. High. Ball three. Three and two. Okay. Play your game. You're not Nolan Ryan. If he walks this guy, it's a tie game, and I'm going home. Because I'm not going to watch extra innings. I'm not going to sit here for three hours.
4: Let's go, Verlander. Post-surgery.
3: He throws it. It's high. But he chases it out of the zone. Strike three. That's Let's only... go, high school team! That's only two outs, though. Oh, we got shit. one more hitter.
4: Coach, I messed up the outs. Oh. Two outs. <laughs> base
3: is loaded. Down one. Okay. All we do want is either a base hit to score two runs or a strikeout. We do not want a tie ball game. Come on, random team from Jolton, Tennessee. This next kid comes up. He's probably about six foot tall. And he may weigh 55 pounds. Can barely hold up the bat. His pants don't even fit. And people are like, oh, my God, if he gets a hit. And I said, guys, this guy, I guarantee you can't hit the ball. His name was Jack.
4: What is it, Chet
3: Holmgren's kid? Yes, Chet Holmgren. It, it was a Chet Holmgren doppelganger. Uh, I, he's rehabbing. Dude, three pitches. He swung at all three. <laughs> didn't even get close. Ball game over. Let's go. Ball game over. The time is now seven. Twenty-one. Hey, Algebra called. You got a test tomorrow. Wow. You may be good at the weather because you just provided us with a big gust of wind. Go sit down. Get out of here. We got soccer to play. Good luck with your SATs, you SOB. Woo! The other team, whatever team wins, I don't care what team it was, but the home team didn't and we didn't go to extra innings. So then we got to bring out the goals, set up the fields, and kickoff that was supposed to happen at 6.30 on Wednesday night. They blew the whistle for kickoff at 6, 7.52 p.m., an hour and 22 minutes late. There's lights, though. Yes. All right. But it was supposed to be a quick thing where my kids would enjoy it. After being out there for two hours, They're cranky. They're ready for bed. My poor wife had to put up with screaming kids for the next hour while I played soccer. At least you got a goal, though, to make them happy. No, I I, I, I had two one-on-ones with the keeper and missed both. What are you, the avalanche two nights ago? And we lost five to nothing. (laughs) So to add insult to injury, we waited an extra hour and a half to just get our ass kicked. It would have been fine if we just show up, game starts, and we get our ass kicked. But to sit there for that long and then get our ass kicked? Pretty rough night. It's
4: good the kids are getting out and playing, though. I like to see people battling for fields instead of battling for controllers.
3: I agree with you. But the fact that they, I mean, the catcher, not I mean, every pass ball. I mean, they scored. They didn't get a hit. No, they got one hit, and they scored three runs. Yeah, in the bottom of the seventh.
4: Dude, I was a brick house back there. I was stopping everything. If one went by, that's not college. If you're letting – I mean, you can catch five innings. You keep them all in front, you could play college ball.
3: It was like – and every time – when it would go by him, he'd be like, he'd hit the glove like, dang it, man, I should have had that one. It hit him in the glove so many times and it still drop it. Yeah, that's you got
4: the padding. So you want the ball coming off the padding, the glove. No, no, no ain't these doing are straight.
3: It. Like they weren't bouncing.
4: They were straight to him and he would still drop them. Well, that means American baseball is on the decline.
3: It was it was brutal. But I'm
4: going to go play soccer in the Dominican Republic.
3: <laughs> yeah. So I'm sad to say that it was a rough night at the soccer field. Not only did we get our ass kicked, we had to sit around for an hour and a half and my kids were not happy. When are we going to do my game that I have for you? Let's do it right after this break.
0: Bean Dad, the dress. 30 to 50 feral hogs. If you knew what any of those were, you spend too much time online. And hey, I do too. 16th Minute of Fame is a new weekly podcast hosted by me, Jamie Loftus, where every week I take a closer look at an internet character of the day. Who were they? What made them so notorious? Together, we probably won't be able to properly log out, but we can take a walk down scary internet memory lane and see one day a little more clearly. Listen to 16th Minute of Fame on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
5: Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
2: I'm Elliot Connie, and this is Family Therapy.
1: My best hopes, I guess, identify the life that I want and, and work towards it.
2: I feel like my focus is redirected in a a different aspect of my life now. So, how'd we do today? We did good. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy. Listen now on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
3: Let's play the game that America loves. It's called... Name that it okay so is this where you're gonna show me a picture and i gotta tell you what kind of it is that's Uh, dog
4: you're gonna yeah it's
3: similar to that
4: thought this would be fun you never know until it actually happens let's try it
3: there's gonna be i don't know if it's as much fun as the draft last night i mean the draft was crazy there's 15 of them all right Hit you me. just
4: have to kind of give me the definition. Go. First one.
3: Dog. What does that mean? Crap, you suck. You're terrible. Very poor quality. Good job. Yes. Good. Ding. Where's my okay? Bull. You're full of crap. You're lying. Like it's not real. Not true, correct. Boom. Horse s. Oh, terrible call. Bad call. It's, uh, not, it, that's not gonna fly. Nonsense. Yeah. Ape. Gone crazy. Correct. Yeah. All right. Bat. Crazy. Like nuts. Basically insane. Yep. That's, hey, I'm good at this. Chicken. Scared. Sissy. Cowards. Yeah. Rat. Sh. Oh, rat! <laughs> mm. Rat! Ah, you're a weasel. Uh,
4: I got slime.
3: Poor, poor quality. Ah, uh, okay, I that's missed a, it. That's an odd one. That's a weird one. Go ahead. What about no? Like, duh! Obviously. Yes. Holy! <laughs> crazy! Amazing! Unbelievable! Unbelievable! There you go.
4: <laughs>
3: the, oh, hot! What? Oh, hot. <laughs> oh, showboat.
4: Cool guy. I I did it, the wrong inflection. It's kind of like hot. Hot. I don't know. Very good. Okay. Like, oh man, that's some hot. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that might Dude, that might be like a more kid definite earned one now.
3: Yeah, that may be a gin whatever this is. Dip. Idiot. Moron. Dumbass. Yeah. Well, tough. Oh, that's a bad break. Bad break. Bad luck. Yeah. Bad luck. Take it or leave it. Yeah. Jack. (laughs) Jack. I got nothing. Yep. That's exactly.
4: (laughs) All right. And then final
3: one. Man, that's the. That's the bomb. It's it's awesome. (laughs) That's. That's called no. your. (laughs) (laughs) are I got a question, I, and I and I, I don't know if this is. Do people no. like the bed going the whole time? I don't know. That, that was funny. That wore me
4: out, dude. That wore me dude,
3: out. Dude, I'm gonna tell you what. That was great. <laughs> it, I mean, the trade last night. That that's gonna change the NFL. Yes. I mean, when you trade up like that, you believe that you got a superstar. And the fact that they traded up for that quarterback, I am just I I didn't see that coming. I, I Yeah, no, it's finish weight. Sorry, I, I I can't believe like. There was a lot of talk. I thought of smoke and mirrors. Like, oh, are they going to come and get a quarterback? And they did it, and I am just like, that is what I'm talking about. And Carolina got there, man. Carolina thinks they are set up for the next dozen years with their quarterback out of Alabama. They think Bryce Young is it. I mean, they traded up with the Bears. I love, love that the Bears drafted that offensive lineman. I love it because we need to protect Justin Fields. So I was cheering in my living room. Never heard of the guy, but I was cheering because they drafted him and they are smart and they know what they're doing. What was your biggest takeaway?
4: Uh, Well, dude, I got Eddie and uh – Brother Pitts. This is great. I was jacking around the office. I don't know why I this, thought about it. But, I no, was... <laughs> but this, is,
3: this is exactly what I'm talking about. This is why the draft is so funny and so stupid at the same time. Because really, what you are watching for, and this is what I watch for, crazy trades, when people trade up, like when the Chiefs traded up to 10 or 11, whatever they did, to get Patrick Mahomes, no one saw that coming. No one was talking about it. It was out of nowhere. And you watch to see where the quarterbacks are going, and maybe a couple running backs. If there's a high-profile wide receiver, yes. But most of these picks, the inside linebacker, the the defensive tackle, the offensive lineman, most people have no idea who that is, and they celebrate like their team won the draft, and they've never seen the guy play. Because when you're watching college football – 99.9% 99.9% of you, they're not, you're not going, oh damn, look at that offensive lineman. The way he gets off the ball and the way he's able to, you know, pull on the outside and get a hold of, you know, he becomes the lead blocker on that that toss play. We don't know any of that crap. So when they draft Parrish Johnson, you're like, great, cool. But you act like you're excited. And that is exactly what Ray did to. Eddie and Pitt. Yes, I go up to Eddie in the back. Wait, draft,
4: hit the draft music. Well, I was going to do this real quick. I think this is Johnny Manziel getting drafted.
3: With the 22nd pick of the 2014 NFL draft, the Cleveland Browns select Johnny Manziel.
4: Nobody knows what they're talking about.
3: They went crazy for a guy that's not even in the league. They go crazy for the name. They go crazy for the names because you fall in love with names. If you're a no-name, you get booed. If you're a freaking superstar, you get cheered. This
4: might be another thing having to do with it. Did Lamar Jackson end up going somewhere else because of Johnny Menzel?
3: Maybe. Okay, I'm- there we go. What, do you th- if, what if Lamar goes to Cleveland, Johnny? No. <laughs> Don't do that. No. Lamar's going to go somewhere. Okay. (laughs) Thank you, Johnny. All right, that had nothing to do with anything. No, that was. uh, Go back to the Johnny Manziel clip. Let's just hear that to make up for that other one.
4: Yeah, this is uh, how anybody at your draft parties this weekend has no idea what they're talking about.
3: With the 22nd pick of the 2014 NFL draft, the Cleveland Browns select
4: Johnny Manziel. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go! Let's go. Guys. He's not even in the league anymore, and they were going batshit, dude.
3: <laughs> Play. I'm gonna Google players to get booed, booed on draft night. On draft night, oh. I mean, it is hilarious.
4: All right, but let me say this. So I was in the bathroom with Eddie, and I just thought I'd jack with him because he's not on the pod anymore, so I can't mess with him here. But I go, "Hey, dude, that was freaking awesome." So I just thought I'd name a random number and a random name and see if he knew what I was talking about. So I was like, "The Cowboys, dude. At 17, get Norman." And he's like, "Norman." Did they? And I go, no, dude. I'd made up the number
3: and the name. I'm totally kidding. <laughs> and then five they minutes said, later. he said, man, are you excited about <laughs> the Cowboys maybe drafting Norman at 17? <laughs> and he said, oh, man, Norman? Are they really looking at him? <laughs> <laughs> and then Pitts. Like like Dude. what difference is a damn mate? <laughs> you don't know who Norman is so who cares if they're Dude. looking at
4: him? And then Pitts, I thought I'd hit him with a random Johnson and I was like, "Hey Pitts, man, 24, did you think did you think they were going to do Johnson and brother?" Johnson brother? <laughs> <laughs> brother, I just made up a common last name. I have no idea what the cheese were going for, brother. Oh man, here let's see if you can hear this. I don't know if we're going
2: to it's going to work, but I'm gonna collections tr- too, and there's nothing better than those players. Turn
4: down this. To com- prove
2: their fan base is wrong.
4: All right, we're back. Before we get
2: to this list, we'd like to give a big shout out to Scott wire for suggesting this video. If you have any ideas for this let Tell us know in the shut up. below. You never know, we might use one and give you a shout out. Donovan McNabb. This is by far the most memorable moment when it comes to draft. getting booed by their own supporters. And of course, it would be the ruthless Philadelphia Eagles fan base at the forefront of it Just all. get to the booing! This wasn't a normal booing instance. The Eagles fans booed McNabb as if he were a star player from the rival Dallas Cowboys and New York Giants. It was insane how rude the fans of the draft were. Shut word. up! The Eagles select Donovan McNabb, quarterback, Syracuse University. <laughs>
4: McNabb was <laughs> taken second him.
2: overall by the Eagles in...
4: Dude, they're booing him, and he ended up being one He's of the in greatest
3: quarterbacks. And in the, the patience of
2: the fan base was wearing thin. The Texans had a prime opportunity to do something big at the 2011 draft, and they did that when they took Wisconsin defensive end JJ Watt with number eleven selection. Oh, did defensive he get booed? End was a position of need for the Texans. Oh they hell yeah! On I'm all for JJ getting booed. Andre Johnson and Arian Foster, but a number of Texans fans hated the pick, and many of them gave Watt a cold reception to the NFL. <laughs>
4: Okay, oh, that audio is terrible. Cut it. Cut it. That's, coach, it's god awful.
2: Turn him well, it was off. Instrumental
4: in turning All right. him off. All right. And also turn him off and credit him because we just used his audio for like.
3: TPS. TPS on uh, uh YouTube. I thought it was gonna be funny, dude.
4: Damn, who is that? Ed Werder got a fresh
3: grill. That's not that's Sal Palantonio. Holy crap. Do you know who Ed Mortar is? Right in that Sal Pal? Yeah, that's him.
4: What's with the Pearlies?
3: I mean, he's got, he, he. man, he's definitely got a fake tan. Right?
4: No, no, but I'm saying he dropped 10 grand on that mouth. Probably. Come over here, boy. I like the way your but mouth yeah, looks.
3: So, I mean, the draft last night, how much of it did you watch? Did you stay up all night and watch the whole first round? Or did you just, like, first couple picks and then I'm out? No, dude, uh, I mean,
4: Coach, aren't we faking this Thursday?
3: Yeah, it's a joke, guys. We didn't, <laughs> like, listen, here, here's the thing. We thought about, oh, let's wait till Friday and have draft recap, but it's like, who gives a damn? You're going to draft, there's going to be a couple of quarterbacks to talk about, someone's going to get traded, and guess what? It'll still be the same way on Monday when we come back and be like, oh, that person got traded. Cool. That person got drafted here. I'm not here to break down and give you a draft grade. Congratulations. The draft happened. Bryce Young probably went number one. Someone went number two. Someone traded up to three, and a quarterback went number four. All right, there you go. There's the draft. And Sal Pal got some veneers. And Sal Pal got some veneers. And his
4: wife got a recently performed boob job. Is he married? I don't know. I figure they're all got their face motorboating and something.
3: They better. I mean, that's just, yeah, that's how the draft goes. I mean, that, that's we don't need to have a, a special episode just for the draft. There's your boy. Speaking of draft, he loves Orlovsky. Dude, Orlov. let me tell you. Dude, you love you some Orlovsky. I, he, he is so fascinating to listen to. And watch on Twitter when he breaks down film. I mean, he talks about things, and you're just like, holy hell, this dude is a genius. Did you hear J.J. Redick straight up shut up Stephen A. Smith? I
4: love it. And the Mad Dog? It's great! Did you watch that? I didn't watch it, but I read the the transcript. He said something like, they were saying, oh, Kawhi, they should make him retire. And he goes, do you know what the difference is between those two injuries? Broke it down, and then he talked about Kawhi, how he trains. He goes, for you guys to say that he's just going to retire... He's not. He goes, I saw his training firsthand. He goes, I would dip with 45-pound weights. Kawhi dips with 200-pound weights. And he goes, and he puts a towel around his leg to cut off the circulation while he's working out. Orlovsky just friggin roasted him. And he goes, and I'm guessing by what you – Yeah. I'm guessing by what you guys just said, neither one of you played in the league. <laughs> he goes, You guys,
3: neither one of you guys played high level sports. Like, I mean, absolutely roasted him. <laughs> he's I, he's for the people. Hey, let him cook. I love J.J. Reddick. Let him cook. Yeah. I want to watch him on TV all day. <laughs> let him talk. Let him break it down. Give me video clips of J.J. Reddick. Give me Orlowski. Orlowski may have sucked in the NFL and ran out of the back of the end zone, but dude is smart as
4: hell. I, some of these guys, I wish I could watch him cook in the morning. We always got the show, though. Yes. Because afternoon, dude, you want to know my favorite new show? Tell me. Daily Wager. Every day, sometimes it's on at three our time, other times it's five.
3: I don't have a favorite new show. My favorite new show is download Sore Losers and then download Sore Losers again, and then I download the Sore Losers again, and I listen to it three times to figure out if it's still good, if we've gotten better, if we still suck, where's our funny, can we still be funny?
4: In the background, they have Vegas, and they give you tips on betting, like Emily Nolan said, to do... uh, Memphis minus two in the first quarter. I don't know if she was right. Now sometimes I'll see if they're picks and then see if they're right and then see if I want to bet with them. But in the background, it's Vegas. I think they that's, do it live beautiful. across from Caesar's Palace. So at the link, you can see Link in the background. I believe though. No, no, they do a dude. They do aerial shots and show the entire strip. So I've seen Link on there, but I know across the street you see Caesar. So it very well could be that.
3: Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what show you're talking about, but it sounds great.
4: Ray, it sounds stupid as hell. All right. So last night, let's see if Emily Nolan, I believe her name is, she goes, You gotta do Memphis minus two in the first quarter. Oh, She was right. You gotta bet with this chick. They were up. She got one right and you gotta bet
3: with her all the time.
4: Dude, if they're money and they go on TV where they can get freaking annihilated. Usually they're pretty decent though. I really do like their picks. Sometimes I'll go with them and tail them. But yeah, she was right by fourteen points. (laughs) They were up by fourteen in the the first quarter. She goes, yeah, Memphis, if they're going to win a game, they usually lead in the first quarter, and I really strongly believe they're going to win this game. So minus two is your bet. Don't mess with the whole game. Wow. Love
3: you, Emily Nolan. And with that, we'll take a break.
0: Bean Dad. The Dress. 30 to 50 feral hogs. If you knew what any of those were, you spend too much time online. And hey, I do too.
4: Right, you should try to get her on the pod.
3: But I haven't heard from anybody that says they want guests. Like, I don't know if people want guests. You need to hit us up. But can we talk about the absolute, like, bucks costing me a million dollars?
4: Because t- you- the
3: NBA playoff thing where you had to fill out the bracket. Yes. I'm already I don't, out on that. I don't know if you remember this, but when I did it in here, I just did an automatic autofill. And my autofill had the winner of the Heat, whatever game, beating the Bucks in five. And I was like, that's never going to happen. I'm not going to submit that. No way. The autofill AI picked it? Absolutely picked it. And I would have been sitting pretty i mean i don't know if you have to get it perfect you have to get it perfect what we told you guys about is
4: nba.com had some million dollars but you won't not only had to pick the winner you had to pick in how many games and ai knew the heat in five they picked the heat in five
3: <laughs> Judge AI is taking over and you're like no humans smarter than ai Yeah, i'm like that is the <laughs> dumbest thing ever why would i even submit that bracket there's no way that's gonna happen I didn't know Jimmy Butler was going to come and steal Giannis' lunch money. He's like, give me that, you little bitch. This is my series. My series. You don't F with me. Like, when you guys see Killer Instinct, when you talk about someone having the dog in them, like that wants to rip your throat out, Jimmy Butler is that guy.
4: Playoff Pete. They call him Playoff something. What's his name? Playoff Uh, Jimmy. Playoff Jimmy is what they've been calling him.
3: Oh, usually, I don't use a Jimmy in the playoffs.
4: <laughs>
3: when I'm trying to get that championship, I don't use a Jimmy. But, I mean, to watch him, is him? Russell Westbrook plays hard all the time, but Jimmy Butler is a freaking animal. Dude, one time
4: I almost got his cousin on the big show. His cousin used to went to college with my sister My sister had his number,
3: and I said, hey, get me an interview. And then never got it. though. That was a great damn story because, I mean, I was almost excited that you almost got Jimmy Butler's cousin on the the show. Like That is like huge, hard-hitting news and a great interview.
4: Do you want me to try and get Chris Kamen on the show? Do you remember
3: him? Yes, he played for
4: the Clippers. He had a lick in the league because my mom was roommates with his mom. Excuse me? This is how we get interviewed. It's just by people that we know three times removed. Oh,
3: if you get me Chris Kamen, let me see where Chris Kamen is now. Dude, I mean, he's been
4: out of the he's ghosted everybody for years.
3: But he's made he made a lot of money.
4: I know, but honestly, we can talk. But he's from
3: Grand Rapids, Michigan. Yeah,
4: but do you think it's that interesting if he's just
3: managing an Airbnb? Hell yes! He played in the league for 13 years. And he was at Central Michigan. That is so wild. He was at the eighth. Or six. I can't read that. Sixth overall pick? That is bananas. So, yeah, he doesn't have to work anymore, right? No, he doesn't have to work at all. Um,
4: I was going to see if any of our Vegas questions were answered. You know how we asked random ones? I freaking lost Tommy Salami.
3: Cayman started the YouTube channel Exploring Cayman, where he and his friends go fishing and hunting adventures, if you want to look him up. That is so wild that you know Chris Kamen.
4: Oh my gosh, Tommy Salami, he okay, hit you, up. Tommy, bro. He got me thirty messages. I can't even read all these.
3: Okay, well once you sift through those, but I want to talk about the Bucks losing. Like I don't understand. This is one. This is a huge upset, and I. I it was the fourth quarter, and I believe they were up fourteen. And I was like, I'm going to bet. Like there's no way. I understand Jimmy Butler has a lot of heart, and he freaking balls off, balls out. I'm going to bed. And I woke up. Balls in my mouth. You know what I mean, Ray. And the Heat had won the game.
4: How? How? Dude, that's why I'm telling you I have to do a futures bet. I was taking a week off, which I believe we're about to be at the end of that week. These games back and forth, there's no way I'm going to bed on the west side of Nashville. Okay, perfect. Yes, my bet hit. Thank you, Bucks. And I wake up and see the Heat came back from 15 points down. There's no way I can do that. I'll have a damn heart attack in the morning. Not insensitive to anybody that just had a heart.
3: But that's why you need to get on. Like, right, like, you like my, don't need that fluctuation. But my damn Bruins, my bru I mean, what's up, Boston? You both got sodomized. What would you say? Sodomized two nights in a row. Yes, and also, speaking of hockey, you guys need to tell me.
4: I kind of like the Oilers in the West. Am I right? Am I wrong?
3: I like McDavid. He puts up six goals a game lately. I don't understand how Boston... The Celtics have a chance to close it out at home on Tuesday night. Oh, here we go. No DeJounte Murray. Walk in the park. Lose. Okay. Cool, cool. Uh, Next night, the Boston Bruins have a chance to close it out at home in Boston. And they lose. Okay. Like, what the? Like, Boston, get your together. My future's bets depend on you guys. And the, the East is wide open, Celtics. There's no more Bucks, The Knicks or the Heat? Are gonna be in the Eastern Conference Finals. Just let that marinate for a minute. The Heat or the Knicks. Marinate like a nice steak in the backyard. And the Heat are the first team to play in the play in tournament to win a series in the playoffs. But they just started that. It's not dangerous. I know, back but years. all
4: right. Just you want Tommy Salami?
3: I do want Tommy Salami. He
4: says two thousand or twelve hundred is taxed on a slot, okay. but you're not gonna get taxed for the most part in sports. Or tables, because that's considered skill.
3: Oh. Oh.
4: That's so, interesting. Yeah. So
3: the the uh whatchamacallit, the slot is luck. Correct. But if you
4: he says also if you hit a massive thing, they're gonna tax you. Like if you go five aces and s like that, like three hundred times your bet, that gets taxed. But it's if it's a skill thing, you're not getting taxed for the most part. I had
3: no idea. No idea. That's very interesting.
4: Freaking genius, Tommy Salami.
3: Thank you, Salami.
4: And they're also giving me good advice. They're saying go to Red Rock, where it's a little off the Vegas Strip. Better deals, better food. You know, there's not the hustle and bustle of Vegas where you're trying to place a bet and you got a girl walking across with a fish net.
3: But I kind of like the girl in the fish net walking by, so I can look at it.
4: I don't because I I didn't even know the score of the damn game. Uh, you get distracted. <laughs> that's what I'm saying, dude. I looked up at the TV and the Suns were down six with Kawhi yeah. What the
3: hell is going on? I, I mean, on? there's sometimes I'm playing blackjack and I'm, I'm just, I'm <laughs> Sir,
4: just, sir, would you like to hit?
3: I'm just tapping the table and they keep giving me cards. I'm like, no, guys, I'm just looking at this. I didn't even know the cards were out, guys. Like, what are you doing, sir? Hit or hold? Oh whatever. yeah, I'd hit that. I would hit that. <laughs> that. Yeah, sir, I would hit that for sure. No, the card. Oh, the cards. Uh, <laughs> my fault. My. Whoa, there's another one. Hey, hottie. Hey, whoa. Yeah. Sir, hit or hold or tap and that's why I always like to be on the end I don't like to have my back to the walkway because then I miss the scenery if you're on, if you're the first base or third base you're, all, you're sideways so you're looking everywhere you get to see everything that walks by dude there is an intersection at
4: Encore that we just stumbled upon did our driver tell us about Encore or maybe somebody on the plane somebody told us Encore was legit Oh, it may have been our damn driver. Dude, our drivers were giving us advice like homeless people. He, uh, We're at the intersection in Encore. Dude, you're at the sports book. There's great slots. There's tables. And Encore Beach Club is right behind oh, the sports yeah. club. Every person that goes to Encore Beach Club has to walk past the book. So, oh yeah, You're posted up all day. We could go there for a weekend. And not move. That's what I'm saying because you have everything you got. Except for the, hey, sports book, TV's.
3: Not very good. Low
4: week. Low week. It was tough to see the score at times.
3: Oh, man. All right, well, you you need to put an NBA bet, too. You've not done. You got to do a future on someone.
4: Yeah, no, I will. I will. Okay. Uh, i got to convince Bazer. She's not letting me do baseball just because it plays out five months and then it stays in our queue forever.
3: I understand that.
4: Yeah, so hockey and basketball. Guys, if you're out there right now and you need some betting advice, do a futures bet. You can do the Oilers at plus 250 to win the West. They don't even have to win the Stanley Cup. And you can pick a Boston Celtics who looks like they're going to run away with it. They're two times your money. You could put 500 down and win three grand. Easy. Well, it's easy. not easy. It's not easy. It's not easy. I'm telling you, that's the best advice I can give you. Instead of the heartbreak or the what, Cadillac cardiac kids, every morning you don't know what your blood pressure is going to do. These NBA games in hockey, so wacky, you do a futures bet. So you're long term. You're not stock market day in day out. You're you're Nasdaq. You're you're the Dow Jones. You know you need to bet.
3: You need to bet on the Roughnecks to win the XFL. That's who. That's the bet. Uh, I don't even have a sounder for them. I'll just hit NFL. I don't know. I just saw on the screen they're two to one, so they must be a huge favorite. I've no, I've no, I've not seen a second of the XFL. I don't think.
4: Yeah, I, I honestly can't bring my. It's bad enough. Bays are coming in on a Saturday morning. I got the Premier League on, but to have XFL on, she's gonna know I'm betting. Yeah,
3: heavily. That's that's not a good sign. All right, have a good weekend. Oh no no, no it's a segment. What are you looking forward to for this weekend? Is this- what's up? What's up this weekend?
4: What in the act? Actual- what's up
3: this weekend? What?
4: Did I have another bed for this? That was pretty terrible. I'll get another upbeat bed, but for now. Yeah, like lose. a weekend
3: one. What's up with the weekend? This weekend.
4: What's up with the weekend? Uh, South Beach. That's right. He hit me up, and he goes, let's do the pool for a couple hours. Bazer's trying to figure out if it means we're going downtown. I already nixed that. Told him I don't do downtown. So he'll come to the pool. We'll go out for a couple hours, get some sun. We got some brews going catch up, see who did who wrong. Is he
3: staying at your place?
4: I don't think he's – because he asked if he wanted ho- – he can get us free rooms downtown. Legit. And so we said no. We turned him down. Oh. Might have been dumb, though, to turn him down on that.
3: Okay. But that's us. You? Uh, what's up with the weekend? Uh, we got Nashville SC on Saturday noon noon 30. Noon 30 kick. So oh, it's dude, gonna, I,
4: that's the one I was going to
3: go to. It's going to be a good game. Uh, they're playing Atlanta United, so I feel like a lot of Atlanta people are going to be in the crowd. And uh, what else we got this weekend? That's it. That's all I got on the docket. I think we got Mimosas. NFL Draft, NFL Draft, NFL Draft. Saturday, we got
4: Mimosas and Muffins. Otherwise, we would have had. Whoa, wait. Mimosas and Muffins where? At the clubhouse. Otherwise, oh. we would have had to win the SC game.
3: Gotcha. Okay.
4: And then the draft. Yeah, it's going to be going the whole time. It goes 254 picks. Mr. Irrelevant, though, it's Brock Purdy. I think he's a starter in the NFL
3: now. He's a starting quarterback in the NFL, so there is no such thing as Mr. Irrelevant. Uh, Half these people are going to be irrelevant in a year. Half of them are going to be cut, no longer going to be in the NFL. But you're going to be celebrating like you won the Super Bowl after this weekend. Good luck out there.
4: And remember the numbers 1 through 32. All you got to say is that and a popular last name, Johnson Smith. uh, Jones that and you can just then Wilson s- you just say a number 17 Wilson oh yeah, yeah and then that's conversational nobody yeah. knows what the hell they're talking about
3: and they don't know what they're talking about Hey,
4: did you see what happened in 19 with with Johnson <laughs> oh I'll catch it tomorrow sports <laughs> center yeah yeah <laughs> do it
3: all right everybody have a good weekend we out
4: second round number seven Peters or something yeah dude Check it. SportsZone will tell you all about it.
3: Oh, dude, I, I was surprised that, you know, Smith dropped all the way to number 72 overall.
4: Can, can you believe on 31st went concilius? Oh, dang it. Why would I go with a complicated last name? Yeah,
3: I mean, freaking Johnson, dude. Johnson at 92. I mean, his wingspan, the upside of Johnson. I mean, you couldn't pass that up. At number 20, Mizuzaka. What? You don't know what the hell you're talking about, buddy.
4: You don't want to reach for names you don't know. No.
3: So, all right, everybody, have a good week. Oh, we already did that, didn't we? I'm drunk. All right. Gibbles at four. Wow, dude, a lot higher than I saw him going. Hey, kid, did you watch the draft? Yeah, Keith, what did you think of the 49ers draft? We always draft good. Purdy, he's always flirty.
4: Good talking to you, kid.
3: Yeah, and do you still, you think they're going to win the Super Bowl this year?
4: I heard that story about no pants, lady. Heading to Vegas.
0: See you guys. (laughs)
1: For generations to come. Listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's That's right.
6: Oh, hi. I'm Rachel Zoe, and my podcast, Climbing in Heels, is back and better than ever. You might know me from the Rachel Zoe Project, or perhaps from my work as a celebrity stylist.